We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, happy hump day. No, it's not even Wednesday. Why am I fast forwarding this week? Lucky Lefty Podcast. I'm your boy, Sean Davis. Left will be here shortly. We are brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, by all means, make sure that you do so responsibly. I want to, I have to apologize, first and foremost, to our listeners last night. First of all, thank you guys that joined us on the primetime show last night. But we forgot to get to a couple of Super Chats. So first of all, my guy Truman Dumel, um, he had a Super Chat, said, talk about Gerby Lambert and Kedron Young and take your time to preach. <laughs> Which is funny because literally 15 minutes after we got off or ended our show, Kedron Young decided to commit to Notre Dame. And he wasn't scheduled to commit until, I think, Thursday originally. But he decided to go ahead and make it public. So we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about the one-two punch of Kedron Young and Aeneas Williams. And we're going to throw some some props in the direction of Dylan McCullough. And ask the question, LL question of the day. Do you feel as if Notre Dame is entering a new era for running backs at Notre Dame? Do you feel like Notre Dame is entering a new era for running backs at Notre Dame? LL question of the day. Another super chat from Jay Perez 5. Hey, are you the kind of guys that can seal the deal or just the guys that can talk about other people sealing the deals? So what is going? What is it going to be? Uh, Jay Perez, I have no clue. Uh, I'm not in the recruiting offices. And, you know, I've been married. Been with my wife 31 years and married 25 years next year. So I'm, I'm pretty good at sealing the deal and continue to keep it sealed. 
and left. You know, he's working on, <laughs> well, not working on, just welcomes child number two into the world. So I think he's pretty much sealed the deal himself. But as far as recruiting, Notre Dame did a great job of sealing some deals this first weekend. DeMont, Mr. Food Lover, had a super chat. If you bring back two past players to help this year's team, who would it be? His two were Hamilton and Smith for the safeties. For this year's team, two past players. Bryant Young and Justin Tuck. Bryant Young and Justin Tuck. I will solidify that defensive line to make it dominant. I would just make that defensive line dominant. And Tuck and Bryant Young would do that. So salute. Uh, I apologize for not getting to those at the end of the show yesterday, but I wanted to make sure we started this show off with those super chats from yesterday. We appreciate you, LL Nation. We're here because of you, and we're going to keep doing this because of you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don't forget, YouTube, subscribe. The thumbs up, smash it for us. Helps with the views. And then CFB Nation. We really need you guys to put forth effort to go over to CFB Nation, support Irish Breakdown, but it's all the same company, right? So if you follow Irish Breakdown, 
you should be following CFB Nation for all of our great content. It's not just us. CFB All-American, which is a great podcast. And then you have Ryan Roberts with his Rise and Draft podcast. We need your support. We need the followers of CFB Nation to pick up. We're going to be exclusively on CFB Nation starting in the fall. So once again, it's Apple Podcasts and Spotify. CFB Nation, lock us in for all of our great content. We give you the audio edibles each and every day. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. Now, I wanted to talk left. Is, uh, I was waiting for left, but it is amazing what has taken place with this PGA and Live Tour situation. And unfortunately, it's come to the point where they've joined forces. Power play by some of the players to go join this tour to try and get some of the things that they wanted. And, you know, it's leveraging, right? It's leveraging. You had the traditional guys like Tiger Woods, you know, calling them traitors. It's it's just, for me, left, it's a funny situation, right? Because you knew this was coming. Because you knew the live tour would never be as popular as the PGA tour. Yeah, but money just doesn't solve it all. Yet still. $200 million some, wouldn't be bad either. There's some long money behind the live tour, bro. <laughs> some long money that the PGA has not been willing to offer. Which is, see, this is what I don't understand. Explain this to me, Lev. Does becoming a business owner make you stingy? The saying is, never let another man count your pockets because you're always going to end up short. (laughs) So in that situation, you know, they counting pockets. Yeah. You know, yeah. you get everything you think you're gonna get. Yeah. Until you get your own thing. Now, vice versa, going with the same logic, two hundred million is two hundred million. Yeah. What? Man, look. <laughs> what? So Four. it's like the NCAA. They're very stingy. That's a good comp. That's a and really good comp. Until you say otherwise or fight it, they're like, what's wrong with y'all playing for free? And let's yeah. make kajillions of dollars off you. What's wrong with that? It's until you have a problem with it. They're like, okay, well, we, I mean, I thought you guys were cool with it. I thought it was all gravy. Same thing with the PGA. The PGA got money to spend. They got money to spend. But they're like, okay, you can go over there and get your 200 million. We're not giving that up because why? We're good stewards. We keep and make money and we give you the pennies. That's just what it is. Now, you can go get the bag, but we've been around for a long time. We got the brand and the name, you know. What you gonna lead the PGA? What you, what you, you just gonna step out of, we got the cameras, we got the fame, you know, we got the competition, the, the tradition. 
You can go over there and play in the sand dunes in the desert. Get your bag, come back, you know. But you can't come back here. And I think that's just people's torn between do they want to be famous or do they want to be rich? According to reports, the revenue for the PGA on an annual basis is $110 million. And I'm going to call BS on that. Yeah. Because somebody's cooking the books. That was back in 2022. Now, I'll say this. What Tiger Woods did for the PGA Tour, the, the PGA Tour should have been jumping at the bit to improve everything for its players. But what they tried to do is they tried to hoard every bit, every morsel of money and revenue that was created by the Tiger Woods movement and just kind of say, okay, we had to treat him a little bit different. But the rest of you, we going back to the old days. Yeah, look at the NFL. And, and, and there's nothing you can do about it. You want what, Lamar? We yeah. Patrick that. Yeah. So we yeah, have it's to crazy. Collude against you real quick. I mean, you know, when you a billionaire, you playing with a little pocket change. You like, man, I want to keep this little pocket change. I don't know about y'all, but you know, y'all can give them a little forty dollars. We ain't you know for. I'm keeping that. But, you know, I think it's just when you have your own league that you bought mm-hmm. and paid for, you can do what you want. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why people get so upset and want to fight it and, and, and try to embarrass the owners and stuff. Why? I paid for I, You know. Now, 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 if you had your own league, Sean, and, and, and you got players in your league talking about, man, Sean, you ain't paying me enough. You ain't, you know, this and that, this and that. You be like, well, hold on now. Hold on now. You want me to get rid of my own team? Absolutely. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's okay. We can, we can move some money around and all that. But yeah, I ain't getting rid of my own team. Oh, yeah, I done said some stuff back in the day. Yeah. I can say what I want. It's my team. Y'all getting upset, man. I don't, I, you know, so I do think that when you play another man's game, what do you expect? Look, <laughs> I'll, re, I'll reiterate. You know, because I see people in the chat, and obviously, people are not. Let me give even further clarity. And it is about Tiger. Because I never, I never said anything solely about prize money. I said the PGA should have been open to the to improving the way they treat their players and making everything better. The argument for the players have never just been about prize money. Follow the story. The PGA has done a less than average job of taking care of its players. And it's really sad. I will say this. They have one of the best post-career financial systems for players out of they might be the best well, that's when it comes the, to pensions. The they might they might be the best when it comes to pensions. PJ PJ Torres pension is, is absolutely amazing. Absolutely. But you gotta think like the collective bargaining union for the NBA and NFL is trash. 
and that's the player's fault. So they, you know, they care about legalizing weed. They don't care about getting no money. <laughs> you know, it's just so like, dude, talk about the experience. I don't. I don't think people understand. Talk about your experience at the waste management this past, oh, man, this past just, year. It's like, <laughs> it's pretty cool because you get a chance to have golf look like a different kind of sporting event. Yeah. And um, it's just the rules for golf <laughs> would never be the rules for football or basketball, ironically. Like, you can openly drink, bed in the air, all type of Kentucky Derby type things that you could never do in a vast United Center, for yeah. instance, or at the Eagle Stadium. Yeah. So just because those two things are different, just like you can openly fight in hockey, but you could get suspended for 50 games in the NBA, it just makes the whole game different. Uh-huh. So... When you when you taking the the bar scene to golfing, oh, it's lit. Yeah, you know people just act different. It just it just way more uh, comfortable now. It's hot. Yeah, so it just ramps things up twenty times more. And you know golfing is is kind of enclosed, so there's a bunch of people in a small space, so that makes it feel like you know crazy. Just like how you can't do the same things in golf like you can in tennis at those stadiums. It's just like imagine a rowdy tennis arena. Uh-huh. The rules are all different. You know, you're supposed to be quiet doing golf. Rules are all day yelling and screaming. <laughs> just imagine Serena playing in Clemson Stadium with the fans and stuff. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it just throws you off because it's like y'all supposed to be golfing. They over there yelling at the golfers and stuff, making reactions to the putts. Like it's a football game. Absolutely. So it's just the mix of two crazy things, I guess. It does throw the players off a little bit because they play into it. They'll boo you. <laughs> just imagine <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you already mad you missed it, but they they pile it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you suck. Man. Yo, it's crazy. When you talk about that left, it is something that most people don't identify with, but you need to identify with, right? Is that money. <laughs> I think the, the, the love of money is the root of all evil. You know? I like money. But I like seeing it in my account. Let me tell you the worst day for me every month, bro. <laughs> when that apartment rent on the first out there in LA hits. You just get sad, man. It's the work, man. Sad, I know I get angry. <laughs> I get angry. I get start, angry. Start looking up with CPNs right, right away. Bro, that's a day. That's a day that I do not converse with my daughter. I'm like, man, I, I don't even want to talk to you today. Because I have done so much for you. And- I don't even want to talk to you today. I don't even want to talk to you, bro. Don't even call me. Don't text me. And definitely don't ask me for anything. Don't don't dare not ask me for anything. Daddy, can you? No. 
Just not today. Me, Just give me it to tomorrow. Yeah. Give me, give me a, <laughs> Hit me up tomorrow. I'm charge my battery. Jeez. So this I can break this now. I can break this now. Well, my wife and I just made this decision left, and we can break this news. I will be next June. I will be a part-time California resident and a part-time Illinois resident. That's right. Right. So we're we're looking for for spots right now. So left, I'm gonna left is about to give me the the do's and don'ts. Right. So you gonna so change your name? I'll give yes. I'm basically gonna come back here when I have to go to spring practice. That's right. You know, in the spring and then in the fall, I'll be here for those months, and then for the rest of the months, more than likely, you know, anytime I have to do anything with ministry, I'll be here. And the rest of the months, you know, so we'll be doing a lot of live shows. We'll be doing a lot of live shows together, starting next June. That's right. Hey, we say SD two coats, not two mics, two coats. <laughs> yeah, about Yo, time. No bird that hit him now. Jay Carr is crazy. Said SD's bank account crying hearing that news. Well, you know, I happen to marry a very, very good partner, so it's <laughs> <laughs> not so much pressure as you might think, Jay Carr. That's right. That's yeah, right. but no. Redondo Beach. <laughs> so here's here's the kicker. No, here's the kicker, love. Here's, I can help you on that. I don't know any information for you. <laughs> okay, okay. There's nothing you can help. Let me run down. I got some friends, but you, okay, I mean, okay. Yeah. Just hit me, hit me with the friends. What? A, uh... <laughs> That's the first one you throw out. Okay. Hey, I just got a list of cities. I got a list of cities written down. Left. You I'm are sorry, not man. When you talk about that. <laughs> no, I don't mind driving. I don't mind driving. I can stay 30, 40 minutes away. I don't need to be in you LA. Stuck 30, 40 minutes away in, in that little area. You can be like, why would I? I got everything. You're going to start walking, Sean. You're going to get a bike. <laughs> Sean, Sean, you go to Redondo, you're going to get a bike. You can be like, a car? 30, 40, what? That's far. Oh, I can't get there on a the bike in no 30. All right, so Inglewood. What do you think about Inglewood? Okay, okay. We now you know it's getting now. That's that, that's an area that's coming up. Okay, you know now you still got your your prominent shops. Okay, you, your food spots that you like. You're probably gonna get a little more ethnic. You're gonna get a little more of your of your your African and Jamaican foods experience. But you're also gonna get your mix of your of your soul food and nice spots over there. I enjoy. I spent some time in Inglewood the last time I came out there, and I went to my boy Nip's sister's. Have you ever been to our health food store? I haven't. She makes her protein shakes with eggs. Mm, probably wouldn't go. No, it was absolutely amazing, left. It was amazing. It was amazing, bro. It was amazing. It's a two thumbs up for me. Yeah. You know, now, by the time you say you're coming out here, Inglewood gonna be really, really nice. Yeah, the price is probably gonna be a little bit. It's you know, you you playing you playing ball now. Yeah, you, you with Dondo first, you playing you playing. 
So <laughs> you you're not in triple A no more, Sean. You in the main. Well, you know, we'll be dude. I'm not buying a home. No, that's good. No, this you know is two it's bedroom, car- two bedroom. That's all we need. That's all you need. You know, what 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 are your thoughts of Pasadena? Pasadena's a little out there. Um okay. it's a little older than what's on the come up in the other two areas that you mentioned. Uh it's bigger than the other two areas, but it's the nicest area to buy a house because of is that is bigger. Uh, you know, Pasadena's it's pretty solid. I've been there a couple times, not too much. I've been more uh Long Beach, uh okay. LA. Long Beach OC has some Valley. some some upscaling taking place as well. Yeah, long the like Long Beach downtown is you know, that's your that's your lake, yeah. your lake view yeah. uh uh over there in um Signal Hill is nice. You know, you got Seal Beach. You know, if you got uh-huh. the beach vibes, you can go closer to the water. Uh, Long Beach is like a nice, a nice little area. It's got its LA features. It's not LA, but it's got its LA features. It's all the footballs here. You know, you got the Boscos, uh, Modern Days. You close to the OCs with the Bishop Viejos and the, you know all those big schools. Okay, what about Torrance? Man, Torrance is real smooth. Okay. Uh, very smooth. I like Torrance a lot. But you know, you 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 uh you like in Vernon Hills over there. Okay. Everything Vernon Hills got is like Torrance. Okay. So it's like you can be over there, it's cool, but you know, you out there, you by yourself. And, all right, what, what about Irvine? I got two more for you before we switch over. Hey, listen, Irvine is like what you would expect California to be. Just, man, Irvine's beautiful, top-notch, close to L.A., but far from L.A. enough. You're right next to the airport, the best schools in, in California over there. So, you know, you got the nice little neighborhoods, you know. Irvine's a nice little place to be. See, that's very important for us. See, I, I was talking to someone. And I was like, see, the school district is important for us, even though best we don't, even best though we don't have kids. Because you know, anytime there's a great school district, the parks are gonna be dope. Oh yeah. Now there's but, now you talk about park, yeah. You go your parks everywhere, yes, sir. Palm Beach, yeah. Torrance, Irving are just man, you're gonna spend a lot of time out there just because it's just so nice. And then you got you gotta think, you know, the weather closer to those areas. You know, I'm wearing long sleeve and sweatshirt damn near most of the year. And it's cool though, because it's like you can layer a little bit, but it's it's hot enough that you're not, oh man, I'm it's killing me. You know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I got a resident USC fan, Roger Dodger said Irvine is like the Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's cool though. It's you know, you got it over there. You can eat the great, you know, you get your earth cafes and your you're gonna be trying some 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 leafy greens. Okay. Now see one of my one of my high school avocados. You'll be avocado man. One of my high school classmates and good friends is actually an attorney in the San Diego area. Oh well, you down there. I mean, that's yes. Really- I told him. I said, no, I can't move that far. You a beach? Yeah, I can't, I can't move that far. And then Anaheim area. That's too far for me. 
Yeah, you kind of you. It's like a you, satellite. Spot. You know, who, you know who's trying to get me to come to the Anaheim area? Oh, Rex. Oh, okay, yeah, it's it's a cool little. That's what Rex, Rex Fluke is like. Oh, dude, just, just man, it'll be yeah, great. It's it's cool, but it's just like you satellite. You and you you would never go to L.A. I tell you that. You'll be like, no, nah, I'm good for bro. what? Like, like for what? You wouldn't be as interested if you was like, if you was in Irving, it's like, cool, I go to LA, boom, I slide it. You know, you'll be more active. But once you get to Anaheim and anything past Long Beach, you're down there. <laughs> you're an Orange County guy. So now, man, wearing the khaki shorts with the long sleeve button up. That's gonna be his fit. The long sleeve button polo with the khaki shorts. Yeah, with the with the loafers, you're gonna forget about Jays. Cause you're gonna be like, Jays just they just don't let my feet breathe the white the right way out yeah. here. I gotta hit the yeah. loafer, the loafer game. Yeah. With the with the with the shoelaces, it's not even shoelaces. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, have lotion feet, Sean. That's what you're gonna get now. Man. Lotion, <laughs> lotion feet. Lotion feet. <laughs> So starting next year, man, we have to start looking for uh, LL Studios out there, bro. That's right. Oh, man, that's going to be huge. You got to look for LL Studios out there, bro. Got to call Tyler Perry, see how he did it. (laughs) (laughs) Try to copy the format. Oh, man. Matt Racky said, SD going to get a chopper. Be like your boy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be thinking You're gonna be thinking in that mindset, though. <laughs> Just fly over there real quick. Hey, man, you know, it's amazing how things happen, man. Baby girl, she'll be done. You know, I'm like, yo, I'm about to enjoy myself, man, because I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> Um, hey, um, have you ever been sick and tired? I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm sick and tired of Chicago, bro. That's right. That's I right. Need, I need tired. something else. Yeah. I need, and, I need a little more sun. Yeah. And the last time I came out there, you would say it kind of spoiled me, bro. <laughs> you know. Say it showed you a good time, I'm telling you. You know, I'm on rooftops looking at the Hollywood sign for lunch and dinner. Yeah. And then I'm uh Hit the studio <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah, you... Telling you, going SB SD two studios. SD two studios. I like that. I like that. So left we in the show last night, and literally ten minutes later, Kedron Young commits to Notre Dame. That's right. Should have just held on. Should have called in. Should have called in. Roger Dodger, there are a lot of Notre Dame fans in California. That means we have to do a weekly show in a bar. Yeah, there's an OC uh, stronghold. LA has one. San Diego has one. It's like three clubs. So you're going you're gonna to find your people. There's three clubs, three ND clubs in, in, in San Diego? No, one in San Diego, one in LA, and one in uh, Orange County. Nice. We hit all three. Yeah, so I mean they're pretty cool, you know. I think it could use get can be more active. Yeah, just because yeah. it's far away, so you know it's got to be popping. So, I, I think of, you know it's so funny. I think of the housewives, Real Housewives of whatever city. Yeah, how we had those events. It should be set up like that for the <laughs> 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 Notre Dame 
just because that's just the type of vibe, right? It should be one of those vibes. Oh man, you just said something. Have you seen this show, uh, Summer House Martha's Vineyard? Martha's <laughs> left, what? Left. Come on, man. Wait a minute. Okay, we're about to get to these two running backs, Aeneas Williams and Keatsman. <laughs> I promise. I promise you. So left, crazy. left, left. Look, man. I don't know how I started watching it. <laughs> Love. Oh, Let man. me tell you something, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of things wrong with that show. First of all, I would have a, a sincere conversation with my boy Silas. Like, bro, I'm not about to listen to this every night. My boy Amir is on the couch, had to move Amir out. on the couch, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what are we doing, man? And then my man is like, we got to be discreet. She, dude, she can't be discreet, bro. Like, take that in the bathroom. But like, do something, man. It is, it's wild, bro. We got to talk about a, that offline. Yeah, it's a, it's a twist. It's a twist on real world uh, house food, <laughs> but it's like different though. <laughs> it's too many things. I sis be DBs. He said, "Yeah, Martha Vegas be popping." It is man. If you guys have never seen the show, it's on Bravo <laughs> on Sunday nights. It do. It is absolutely funny. I love Nick because Nick wears a lot of polo stuff. Yeah, he wears a lot of well dressed. Well dressed dude. They all dress pretty smart. Nick is a Nick is a weirdo. The whole situation with his <laughs> supposed girlfriend. I, it's a weirdo. Jordan, I don't know what's wrong with her. Jordan, the craziest one to me. The first episode threw me off on Jordan. I was like, Oh, she went hard at old boy. Yeah. She she went hard. He what he did was wrong. Come on, dude. Very true. That's LL question of the day. If somebody came and <laughs> did a number one and two in your bathroom and just left it, how would you react? And you never met the person. And you never met the person. You don't know them. They came into your place, did a number one and two, and just didn't flush. How would you react? I, man, I thought they were well within their rights. I thought they were well within their rights, bro. What's going on with the show, man? Hey, man. <laughs> I didn't even think I would like it. <laughs> Yo, that's a fabulous show, bro. <laughs> that's a fabulous show. Lucky Lucky Podcast. So I want to go harken back to when Dylan McCullough first took the job, right? And he comes in and he has to have a conversation with what's in his room and what is on the board as far as commitments in the 23 class. And he has a young man out of Florida committed to Notre Dame. 
And eventually a conversation takes place and the young man ends up decommitting from Notre Dame. At the time, a lot of people felt like it was disrespectful. I'm sorry yeah. about that. It was disrespectful the way it was handled. But they end up with the number five running back in the nation and Jeremiah Love. Upgrade. Very much an upgrade. Home run hitter. Outside, inside. Man, the flexibility to catch the ball out of the backfield. This ability to make people miss, definitely an upgrade. I said this last night, best running back combination they've recruited probably in the last five years. And I limited it. I limited myself to five years when I said that. It might be more. Well, I'll say this. Aeneas at the time, I want to be fair, Aeneas Williams at the time of his commitment to Notre Dame because he committed early, was recognized as the number one all-purpose back right. in the nation. And he was ranked as the sixth best running back in the nation. Once he committed to Notre Dame, all of a sudden, all of his rankings started dropping. I don't care about that. You know what I care about, Left? I care about the film. Yeah. I care about the film. And we talk about the film for Aeneas Williams. It speaks for itself, love. There's nothing else to say. Number one all-purpose back, power, speed, mixture, everything. The numbers he's put up. I like him better Missouri. than Sammy Brown, dude, that committed to Clemson. I know he might play linebacker, but he played some running back in high school, too. I like him better than him. Well, Sammy Brown is definitely a linebacker at the next level. Look, man, people sit up here and talk about speed, man. I mean, he really a football player with football speed. Like, you're not catching him when he's starting to do open field stuff. And he's tough. His balance left yeah, is like, absolutely amazing. Amazing. Hey, he's like the one running back I told you about that we played against in the in the championship game last year that I said it was racist. He didn't have an offer. He played just yeah. like this. Kid. He just was a great football player. Like, I couldn't explain it. Yeah. I, you know, obviously he may not be the fastest, strong, whatever, but he's a great football player. He can just, you know, when you play football and you've been around the game and stuff, some guys you can just tell, okay, you know, just put him out there. He's one of those just put him out there guys. And he just makes crazy plays, does crazy things. Like Chris Borland. I compare him a lot to Chris Borland. Went to my high school, played at Wisconsin, was a Big Ten freshman All-American, uh, great West uh, Wisconsin linebacker. But running back in high school, I thought the man played like He-Man. He was just – I mean, could do it all. Could punt, could kick, could catch out of the backfield, had the best routes. He was just – Super big. I didn't know how he was big, you know, did gymnastics, just one of those type of freak athletes, you know. Compare him a lot to that guy. And um, I mean, the kid's great. And I think that uh we found a fit. When you talk about fit, he's not like Aldrich, he's not like Logan, he's not like any of the running backs we have, but he's can start easily. 
could start easily and, and, and be a great compliment in a running back room that's a community where, you know, he may not be the running back. He can be a slot. Yeah. You know, he could operate what Kyron did well as playing slot and running back. He could be a great slot like Kyron was, and we can put Archer in the game too. We can put another running back in the game too. He's what they wanted Chris Tyree to be and Avery Davis to be. He's that guy right now. He's an all-around player. So I do think that we found something that we could use as a a different type of a Michael Mayer sounding board. You know, I love the fact that he splits out and is just a natural pass catcher around. Exactly. Look at that. That's up over two. And he has, he has the instinct to run inside of the, the, the box, run routes that are quarterback friendly. Yeah, He's not just running the run. He's running, looking for the – like, I'm, in, I'm running the space because I, I know how to do it. I'm a good football player. Run screens very well, you know. So I think a guy like this is something that's a huge piece to, that you can build around, whereas we're building around Michael Mayers and Tyler Eifert's you can build around this kid where he's like an Eifert impact on the outside, but you can put him at running back too because he's just a natural position. And I think that would be different for a guy like Jared Parker who wants to do a lot in the pass game. But stuff like this, I mean, he makes the pass game a lot easier and you can get the ball to a lot more players when you can just turn and hand it to him, turn and throw it to a screen, and mm-hmm. it can – uh, JT can play well off of that. You're not putting JT on the on the reverses. You're putting this kid on the reverses. JT can run a route. You're not going to see your third and ones, fourth and ones, you give it to him. On the end of rounds and the trick plays and stuff like that, that's the kid you go to. So uh, it's going to be great for a guy like Sam Hartman. Oh, no, he's not going to be there. But it's going to be great for a guy like CJ Carter to develop with in terms of uh, that being a year easy check down, a good check down to be looking forward to. So I think it's a, a good fit, and we'll see how, how he plays well with others. I mean, clearly he's a playmaker. I'm telling you, people in the chat, look up Chris Borland. I wish he would have came to Notre Dame, but he's just a great player uh, to play linebacker, running back, but can do it all. So, you know, I know he's going to be a good impact, and even on special teams. Hell, you're going to see him on – he may be a gunner one game. Punt returner one – he could do it all. So good pickup from us. And who cares about these rankings? We know they hate on the rankings. They even hated on Keon. He dipped in the rankings when he was committing me. So know the name. And, and as soon as he committed. Right. Right. How you rise after after dropping? You know, you was already up there. Okay, you lose some. You drop. But you rise again. You went, no, no, no. We're not doing that. So we know it's a sham over there. And I love Steve Wilfong, but I hope it wasn't him. But that was a sham job. But good, you you know, you can doubt our players all you want. But we we put kids like this in the NFL, I tell you that. Put so that like is the number one for me. He is different. Because I think Notre Dame has had running backs that, that were good. Players. I don't want to say role players, but they were niche running backs. Like definitely this, role players. This person did this well. This person did that well. It's been a while since Notre Dame's had a running back where you're like, all yo, this, this dude. All around. Number, number one all-purpose back 
any any year. I mean, he's he Kyrie became an all-purpose back once he got to Notre Dame. Yes. By his fourth year, he became an all-purpose back. Well, it's third. Yeah, yeah. Okay, third. Yeah, third well, year. Start. When he yeah. had to, when he had to be the all-purpose. Right. <laughs> we weren't winning games without Kyron for uh, that fourth year. Aeneas is coming in as what Kyron was his fourth year. You can build around that. Now, just imagine. Now we got receivers that we're that we're using. Not that we didn't have before. That we're using. So you think of what Kyron was his fourth year. You put Aeneas in there, balance that with a Tobias, balance that with a JT and with our young Deion Cosleys and our and our running backs that we got him. Make him the main guy. And we have a lot of success. I think he's he's an unselfish superstar, which is rare because he he doesn't have to have 200 yards a game, but he needs to be in the game for other people to in my opinion, to really play off of and, and be and be right. So high on this kid. Uh, I was high on Brandon Hillman for the same effect of, you know, we just need him in there. You know, I put him at receiver, you can add another player. So you always think about how you can be a threat. And if you can keep Aeneas on the field and add an Audrick, add a Chris Tyree, add, you know, a Tobias and a JT and, and, and keep it all on one field at a time, it's hard to match up with that. So this is a, a mismatch type of player, just how uh, I thought Kyron was when he got in the slot and in, and in man situations, he was a mismatch. Aldrich is a different type of beast. I think Jadarian is a pure running back, whereas Aldrich's a power back, whereas Chris Tyree is a scat back. Aeneas is an all-purpose back, right? Jabron Payne is a is a tweener between a, a power and a – I just – I think he's a good running – I think he, he's sort of all-purpose, not as much in the pass game as Aeneas, but he's a – you can throw him the rock on some some outside stuff. So it's a very talented and depth-filled room. Um, and I think uh, Dina McCullough has done a great job of getting the right pieces to fit with the talent. You know, you can't have – a bunch of Aldricks just because they're five star and they're the best running back in the class. You got to be able to find what matches well with an Aldrich, what matches well with a, a Chris Tyree. I mean, losing Logan Diggs was great to see what the what we had in the cabinet. And you're like, oh, we missing the paprika. Let me get in the knees. Oh, we missing this. Oh, let's get the guy from Penn State. Now we got a kitchen food. We can make some some Creole one night. Jump back. And make some and make some Italian with that oregano, you know what I'm saying? So we coming in to, to week to week with a different with a different menu. We not school lunch, you know. We that we 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 the type of lunch that you eat in, in Irvine. <laughs> Where you getting three? You getting a take home dinner? You getting a snack for breakfast and you getting a full lunch? What you talk about? Sorry about that. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Indiana. Hamilton, Indiana. Four-star offensive tackle Styles Prescott has just committed to Notre Dame. Uh, look, we chronicled this in connection with Gerby Lambert's visit and how incredible it was for the current players on the roster, 
you had older players, alumni that were offensive linemen. That was just an environment surrounding Joe Rudolph, who knew this was a big weekend for him to establish relationships with Gerby Lambert. They hit the home run with Gerby Lambert. They're probably at the number one spot with him, or they get back to the number one spot, which is where they were when he was being recruited by Harry Heastan. And then Styles Prescott was just along for the ride. Also with Pete Jones this weekend, it was just a big family affair with the offensive linemen of the past, the current offensive linemen, and the future offensive linemen. And it's one of the best environments you can have for your first official visit weekend if you're Notre Dame. And this is another another byproduct of it as the offensive tackle from Hamilton, Indiana, Styles Prescott commits to Notre Dame. We knew it was going to take place. We just didn't know when. Uh, we thought it might be later in the week, but he's made it official. He is part of 2024 class. He was, uh, once again, Styles Prescott is a Harry Heastand guy. Gerby Lambert is so Harry's thumbprint on this class is still going to be there. Joe Rudolph's true fingerprints won't be in tow until next season. Right. Right. Pete Jones, Harry He stands. Styles Prescott, Harry He stands. Gerby Lambert, Harry He stands. Three big time players that Harry He stands set the table and got them to come to Notre Dame. So, well, they didn't get them to come to Notre Dame, but got them interested in coming to Notre Dame. Two are in the fold. Gerby Lambert more than likely has Notre Dame at the top of his list. We'll be right back.